Welcome to Premier Pain Talk, a podcast dedicated to expanding awareness about treatment options for people in pain. Each week, host Dr. Michael Danko from the Premier Pain Treatment Institute in Cincinnati, Ohio, will discuss cutting-edge treatments for pain management that are improving the quality of life for those suffering from chronic pain. Tune in now to learn more about how to relieve pain and restore your life. Hello and welcome to this episode of Premier Pain Talk. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Danko. Our podcast uh, is focused on bringing patient awareness uh, to treatments that we have in chronic pain. And uh, this week's episode is actually going to be a recording of a webinar that I recently hosted at my practice, Premier Pain Treatment Institute. The webinar is regarding two treatments uh, for non-invasive spine care. Uh, the first is a procedure called ZIP, uh, which is an implant f- uh, called a posterior spine fusion. Uh, the second is an is a implant called Silo, which is a posterior sacroiliac joint fusion. Uh, both of these products are, are uh, used in my practice and I've had some great outcomes and uh, I was excited to share this webinar with the patients at the practice to uh, help those patients uh, become more aware of, of the treatment options that we have. So uh, take a listen to uh, this recording of our of our webinar as this week's podcast. And thank you again for tuning in. Uh, here we go. Hello and welcome to uh, tonight's webinar. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Denko. I'm going to pull up our presentation here. So tonight we're going to be talking about minimum invasive spine technology uh, from a company called Aurora Spine and Pain. Uh, this is going to be a, a discussion regarding uh, their uh, ZIP and Silo products. Uh, and uh, like I mentioned, I'm Dr. Michael Danko from Premier Pain Treatment Institute. Uh, also at our practice is Dr. Timothy Feldheim. Uh, we are located in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, we have offices in uh, Loveland, Ohio, Mount Orb, Ohio, and Hillsborough, Ohio. Moving into the first topic, this is going to be a discussion regarding when you're a candidate for something called a posterior spine fusion. And those treatments uh, typically involve a condition called spinal stenosis and also uh, degenerative disc disease. With regards to these these conditions, it's really important as a medical provider for us to to determine which of these conditions is is really causing your pain. Uh, So spinal stenosis is a reduced space around the nerves located in the spinal canal or the the, uh, intervertebral uh, foramina. Uh, It is a condition where patients typically have difficulty with standing and walking, and that amplifies their back pain and or leg pain. It also may cause weakness or numbness in the legs. Uh, degenerative disc disease, the condition where the discs between the vertebrae will lose, start to lose their condition, uh, cushioning and they will uh, degenerate over time uh, and those discs can become painful. Uh, also, during this process, there can be a condition called spondylolisthesis, which is when the, the bony structure has started to slip and it's not aligned properly. Uh, an additional uh, condition that, that is very common cause of low back pain is spinal arthritis. And so this is the inflammation and, and irritation of the facet joints of the lumbar spine. When we're, as mo- many of you that have uh, back pain and have uh, come to realize that it's very often that you get sent for imaging to try to determine uh, what exactly is causing the problem. Uh, and so for in our practice, we are very commonly ordering x-rays, uh, CAT scans, and MRI scans to help detect these conditions. And we'll be looking for uh, conditions like you see on the screen here, where there is a, uh, evidence of spinal stenosis, whether there's uh, disc herniations, uh, degeneration of the disc or the uh, vertebrae. Uh, also, we'll look for that uh, slippage that I mentioned called spondylolisthesis. 
uh, and it'll help us piece together uh, your symptoms uh, along with uh, what we see on imaging to help act, target exactly where we need to treat. Uh, and degenerative disc disease is a very common problem. So nearly all humans are going to be affected by this at some point in their life. Uh, 90% of people are affected by age 50. Uh, and 5% of patients worldwide uh, are symptomatic because of these degenerative discs. And the symptoms that you may experience, uh, you may notice numbness or tingling uh, or pain that is shooting down your leg from the low back, uh, difficulty with walking or standing for a long period of time. You also, may also notice that uh, sitting down or leaning forward uh, relieves a lot of the pain and uh, will help uh, alleviate a lot of the symptoms. And so uh, often in the medical office, we refer to this as the shopping cart sign, where when you lean forward, you get a resolution of symptoms or at least an improvement. So what do we do for treatment? Uh, so we're going to talk about the ZIP procedure in a little more detail in the, in the next couple of slides. Uh, but very commonly, the first step uh, is physical therapy. Uh, so we will send you for uh, some core strengthening and, and uh, stabilization to try to improve your pain, uh, other modalities that the physical therapists have to offer. Uh, and um, if those are not effective, then we'll often then go to more advanced imaging with a CAT scan or an MRI scan. Uh, and then as very commonly, the the Interventional treatment that we'll offer first will be something called an epidural steroid injection. Uh, and that is, again, geared towards treating that inflammation that I mentioned uh, uh, previously uh, by targeting a uh, steroid uh, directly to the area where the problem is in the spine. Uh, when that is unsuccessful or when you don't get enough resolution of symptoms with conservative treatment like therapy or, or basic interventions, uh, then we will look towards uh, fixing the solution and for many patients uh, with spinal stenosis, with degenerative disc disease um, that, that have evidence of instability of the spine, the ZIP procedure uh, can be a, a way to really fix the problem and restore your function. Uh, so this is a device uh, de uh, that is a uh, what we call screwless procedure. So it was developed as an alternative to something called a pedicle screw fixation. Uh, and this implant, as you, as you if you get to you're uh, able to see the screen there, uh, it sits between the spinous processes in the back of the spine and it really braces um, the, the segment open and keeps the pressure off the nerves in the canal. And this is specifically used for the treatment of degenerative disc disease for spondylolisthesis. Um, and then it can also be used in certain settings for, for trauma uh, or tumor. Uh, and it's a pretty straightforward process. So there is a, a outpatient surgical dissection that happens um, where we, uh, where I, when I'm doing the procedure, I'm opening up that space and I'm creating room for the implant to sit. Um, then once I've created that room and the implant is able to be inserted, then I will uh, put it in place. I will close it down and I will uh, secure the implant to the spinous processes in the, in the spine there. And then we'll put a, uh, a bone matrix around the implant to, to fuse it and hold it into place so that it's going to um, uh, be secure for an extended period of time, uh, and then we'll, we'll finish up. Um, this is an outpatient procedure. It's, it can be done in an ambulatory surgery center. Uh, it can also be done in an outpatient hospital setting. They're really, in, for the vast majority of patients, there really isn't a need for hospitalization afterwards. Um, you'll uh, go home the same night uh, with, under supervision with a family or, or, or a close friend who can keep an eye on you. Uh, and I'll have you follow up in the clinic in about two weeks. And then we'll see how you're doing. Uh, I usually do have uh, some limitations with bending and twisting for the first few weeks to make sure that that 
um, fusion has a chance to take hold and to be secure. Um, then after the first few weeks, we get you back into your normal activities and uh, may consider doing a little bit of physical therapy, uh, depending on how your recovery is going. Um, but oftentimes, uh, people are going to notice quick improvement within the first week or two. They're going to be able to start resuming activities and, and get back to n- their normal uh, lifestyle after that uh, six-week recovery is over. Uh, so in the, t- talking about the benefits of the therapy, like I mentioned, this is a you know, f- much faster uh, relief of symptoms and quicker recovery than a, than a traditional um, lumbar spine fusion with, the, with pedicle screws and, and fusion plates. It is really intended to be a permanent fix for your solution. So this is not uh, uh, intended to be temporary. This is intended to permanently uh, res- uh, fix the problem, restore your function at that level. And moving on to silo. So silo is the uh, posterior sacroiliac joint fusion. Um, and uh, we're going to talk a bit about sacroiliac joint pain. Uh, and so this is a very common condition that we treat in interventional pain management uh, and is involved the sacroiliac joints. And, and if you're able to see the screen here, you'll see that the sacrum or that triangular bone in, in the back of the spine, where it articulates with the what we call the ilium of the pelvis uh, is the, called the sacroiliac joint. And those joints can get arthritic and they can get inflamed and they can cause pain. Uh, and so this inflammation can be related to hypermobility. It could be related to a stiff joint or, or, or hypomobility. Uh, and uh, oftentimes um, the, uh, the pain can be as severe as, as other forms of uh, of degeneration and other causes of pain in the spine. So this is a, a significant condition. Often can be due to aid, the aging process and arthritis uh, for some patients that uh, have, they can start to have uh, issues with their sacroiliac joints with pregnancy. Um, and if they have uh, issues with uh, their walking pattern, maybe they had a issue with the, you know, a lower extremity surgery or trauma that, that caused the them to start start uh, uh, having trouble with their walking. The, that abnormal gait pattern can cause SI joint pain. And uh, you know, also one condition that's not listed on the screen here uh, is after back surgery. So if you have a lumbar surgery and, and you have an, a segment that's fused, uh, that is going to put a lot more pressure on the SI joints. And, and, uh, and that, that is a common situation where we see people have pain, and that's after S, uh, lumbar spine surgery. So the treatment options, uh, you know, again, we, we typically start out with a conservative treatment plan for sacroiliac joint pain. And so patients um, may try in, anti-inflammatory medications. There are uh, successful options for physical therapy for the sacroiliac joint. Um, this may even include something called an SI joint belt, which is an external um, supporting device uh, to try to stabilize those SI joints. Uh, and then when conservative treatment with therapy and, and, uh, and anti-inflammatory medications is unsuccessful, we'll quickly move towards um, interventional options we have in the clinic, uh, most commonly being a, a sacroiliac joint injection, which is an injection of local anesthetic and steroid in the joint to try to reduce inflammation in the joint. Um, this is intended to, to provide you know, relief for several months, um, but when it does not provide relief for an extended period of time, um, then we look for a more durable solution. Uh, one option that, that may be considered is something called radiofrequency ablation. Um, so in that scenario, we do a, a, a test injections called a nerve block, uh, and we we numb the nerves that, that carry pain signals from the sacroiliac joint. And then if you get a positive response to, to 
those test injections and we'll move forward with the blading, the jointer. It's a heat treatment where we, we're trying to stop those nerves from sending pain signals to the joint. If you're either not a candidate for ablation or, or if we decide that, uh, that it's really more appropriate to go for a more permanent fix, um, then that's when we're starting to look towards the, the silo implant. In that scenario, we will do two diagnostic sacroiliac joint injections. So that's uh, local anesthetic injections into the sacroiliac joints. Uh, and we want to see that, that twice you get temporary relief of, uh, of your SI joint pain with injecting the joint. Uh, and then at that point, we'll, we'll uh, decide that if uh, you are a candidate for sacroiliac joint fusion. So it has a, you know, it has a, a big word, it has fusion, where it sounds like a scary procedure. Um, but this really is a very a safe uh, and straightforward procedure that can be done on an outpatient basis, just like the ZIP procedure. Uh, so the, the silo allograft system was developed for, for specifically for the SI joint. Um, and this uh, implant was uh, designed with, with the ridges that to hold, hold it into place and also the there are channels on the side of the implant to allow for fusion um, by placing a bone matrix, uh, kind of similar to what we did with the with the zip procedure. And this is a procedure that is intended to, to permanently fix the sacroiliac joint pain as well. Uh, it is a small implant, so it is typically about the size of a penny. Um, and the way it works, if you're a candidate for this, uh, then then we will talk to you at the clinic. Uh, we'll do the sacroiliac joint injections so uh, we'll make sure that you've done an adequate amount of conservative treatment and they've had relevant imaging, such as MRI scans, or to, to help assess the, the lumbo, lumbosacral spine, and then move forward with the procedure. So the procedure uh, is an outpatient procedure uh, where we uh, make, uh, make an incision get access to the joint, uh, prepare the joint, and then we place the implant. Uh, again, it's a situation where this procedure can be done in an inventory surgery center or, or an outpatient uh, hospital facility um, does not require hospitalization uh, or really an extended recovery afterwards. It's going to be a, another short recovery where, you know, the first few weeks you're going to, you're going to be pretty much back to, back to your normal activities. And then, you know, if you're, if you think you're a candidate for either one of these therapies, you know, the first step at the office is to really discuss it with the provider. So uh, all the providers at Premier Pain Treatment Institute are very comfortable um, with uh, talking through both uh, uh, spinal stenosis, germ disc disease, uh, um, and uh, sacroiliac joint issues. And then uh, also, the, you know, while we have you here tonight, I wanted to mention our new invasive spine clinic that we have at, at Premier Pain Treatment Institute, uh, where we can have a much deeper discussion on on not only ZIP and silo, but, but other advanced therapies that we have at the practice, such as targeted drug delivery, uh, spinal cord stimulation, dorsal root ganglion stimulation, uh, endoscopic discectomy, and then uh, uh, a whole host of other treatments that are, that are safe, effective, and, and can be tailored to your, your problem. If you are uh, able to see the screen for the, the webinar tonight, you can scan our QR code here. And this QR code is going to take you to the Aurora website where you can get more information about the um, either ZIP or Silo. Um, so that, you know, that was a, a pretty quick overview of, of a posterior spine fusion and uh, posterior sacroiliac joint fusion. You can discuss these more with your provider at, the, at the, your next appointment. Uh, if you are not currently a, a patient at Premier Pain Treatment Institute, our telephone number is 513-454-7246. That's 513-454-7246. Our website is 
www.premierpaintreatment.com. Uh, we have an educational tab where we have all of our webinars listed on there where you can uh, learn more. Uh, and then uh, we also have our podcast, which is called Premier Pain Talk. Uh, and so uh, that, that podcast is on all the major um, podcast streaming platforms. So you can, you can search for it you can, and you can uh, listen to other episodes that we've had to, to uh, expand more knowledge. And, and uh, you know, if it doesn't seem like Zipper Silo or exactly the procedures for you, and we have a lot of educational content where you, you can listen in. And, and if it seems like another option might be better suited, then we're happy to talk through all those options with you at the clinic. Uh, so thank you again for tuning in for this webinar. Uh, and this is uh, Dr. Michael Danko from your Pain Treatment Institute. And uh, have a good night. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Premier Pain Talk, where we understand your pain and share solutions that can improve your quality of life. This episode is brought to you by Premier Pain Treatment Institute, which has convenient Cincinnati area locations in Loveland, Mount Orb, and Hillsboro. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you get updates on all new episodes. Feedback is sincerely appreciated. 